Hey guys, welcome back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. Jake, what's going on today? How are you? I'm doing good. So today we have a very big interview. We have Texan safety, Justin Reed. What's going on, Justin? Thanks for coming on. What's up, fellas? Jake Squared. How's it going, guys? Happy to be on the show. Doing good. Yeah, we're doing great. How's your offseason going so far? It's going pretty well. Um, I had season-ending surgery um, towards the end of the season last year, so just been doing rehab, going into the building, getting my thumb worked on um, so I can be prepared to tackle next season. Great. So let's get right in. Um, our first question, short and brief. When you were growing up, what got you into the sport of football? What got me into the sport of football? So whenever I was growing up, I actually grew up playing soccer as my main sport. And then when I was going into uh, middle school, I played my first year of football in the seventh and eighth grade, but I was still leaning more towards soccer. That's where um, the kicking background comes from. Um, but my older brother at this time was playing at LSU. And then our football coach in high school came and grabbed me. I was like, man, I really think you should come try out uh, football. Um, Cause I originally wasn't planning on doing it my freshman year. He convinced me to come. Um, and I fell in love with it at that age. And by that time I never looked back. You just mentioned your brother, Eric. What has he taught you? A lot, man. A lot. It, it was really, it's a real big advantage to have an older brother that was at the level that I was trying to get to. So we talk ball about football, about defenses, cover two, cover four. Um, if they run this route and cover four, then you know you could just go here right now. Um, so just little things to help you see the game a little bit faster, play a little bit quicker, um, hopefully make a couple game-changing plays. What NFL players did you look up to growing up or model your game after? Oh, that's a good question. So I try and be a combination of Sean Taylor, Brian Dawkins, Weapon X, Philly, and... Yeah, really, those those two guys, a little bit of Ed Reed, too, with the with the free range in the, in the free safety position, just being very rangy and ball skills like that. So those are the three biggest guys I looked up to, all legends, absolute legends in the game, um, playmakers, game changers. You know what I mean? So I, I still like watching their highlight tapes today whenever I want to get motivated. I just pull on, put on some of those highlights and watch those guys. Kind of adding on to that, what made you become a safety? Was it kind of from those guys? Um, well, I always, always told myself I'd rather hit than be hit. You know what I mean? I'd rather be the hammer than be the nail, just personally. So uh, defense has always just suited me more. I like being able to have that freedom to run around and tackle. Um, offenses sometimes can be a little robotic. Um but defense, you never know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? You get to see what offenses are doing and react to respond and, and make some splash plays. So I've always played on the defense side of the ball my whole life. I originally was a cornerback, and I moved to safety. What made you choose Stanford? Why do you think that was the best fit for you? It was a combination of things, man. It really just turned into the perfect storm. So a um, couple of things that went into it was at the time, whenever I was getting ready to go to college, um, my brother was playing for the San Francisco 49ers. And Stanford is about 30 minutes from where the 49ers stadium was. So I would have him, I'd have him out there as a resource. He'd teach me about the league um, while I was playing college ball, similar to how he taught me about college ball when I was in high school. Um, my mom was a travel nurse at this time. So she would spend two weeks home in Louisiana and then two weeks out in San Leandro, which is 
basically Oakland, California, another 45 minutes away. So both my mom, and my brother were already out there. Um, coach Dwayne Aquina had just came from Texas. Awesome coach, coach, coach guys like Earl Thomas, Kenny Vaccaro. Um, so I resonated well with him. And then just the opportunities that came with going to a university like Stanford, um, on the off the field side of things, I thought would really serve me well later in life whenever um, I am done playing football. How did it feel to be named first team all Pac-12 at Stanford? Uh, it was a great feeling, man. It was a great feeling. That year I had five interceptions. I had two against Arizona in the same game. Um, I was I was going up for the Thorpe too. It was really that was really what made a difficult decision on whether to come back or declare early because I wanted to come back and win the Thorpe Award for my senior season. Um, but I just knew I was ready to go play professionally at the same time. And, you know, I mean, I got the opposite opportunity, got drafted here to the Houston Texans. Um, and, man, it's, it's just been a blessing. It's been great ever since. Like you just said, you were drafted in the third round by the Texans. What was it like hearing your name called? Uh, man, draft day is one of the memories that I will never, ever forget in my life. Um, one of the top, top moments, just because there's so much uncertainty that day. Like, we literally have no idea where we're going to go. And we find out maybe 30 seconds before the rest of the world finds out whenever we get the phone call and the GM calls at this time. Um, it was Brian, Brian Gaines, and he calls you on the phone and tell, like, lets you know, it's like, Hey, I'm Brian Gaines, GM of the Houston Texans, and we're going to take you with the next pick. And then they passed the phone around the room. I talked to Romeo Cornell. Um, I talked to all the coaches that were on the staff at that time. Um, just tell me congratulations. And all the anxiety of not knowing where we're about to go next, um, all that just washes away instantly, man. And it's just a whole bunch of joy and excitement. I had my whole family around there with me, over 100 people at this time. Um, this is pre-COVID, so we don't have the same... <laughs> Um, gathering restrictions and everything. Um, but, man, it, it, it just turned into a celebration, man. It's a very happy memory. On October 7th, 2018, you had your first career interception. So how did it feel getting your first pick in the league? Oh, wow. Uh, it was huge, man. It was huge. Was that the um, that the Dallas game? or? The... Yeah, it was yeah. Dallas, and then I read against Washington. You had your first pick six. Yep, yep. That was the Dallas game. That was a big game to get one in, you know, the whole uh, the Texas rivalry going on between Dallas and Houston. And then even the the 101 yard one was a truly special one, though, because that was the first pick six that I've ever gotten um, high school, college or the league. Uh, I've gotten tackled at like the two or three yard line more than once. Um, but that was the first time I got it all the way to the end zone. So that was a truly special moment. It turned the tide of the game. I was up to help my team get a win. Um, so that was really good. Nowadays, what is your take on the Texans head coach vacancy? What have you heard about the rumors? Um, honestly, I've only heard the same thing that you guys have heard. Only things that you read on social media and on Twitter. Um, we don't have any real inside access on what's going on, but I'm hoping that whoever they do hire will come and do things to change the culture and make the culture um, just a better environment for everyone to come and be excited to go to work today and be excited to go and play football because that changes how hard guys play. You know what I mean? We got we got talent here. We just got to make the most out of that. So I'm excited to see who we'll get. Um, 
regardless, though, you know, it's my job to show up and be prepared to win and do my part to help us get wins. Based off the rumors that the other Jake just stated, we have heard some rumors about your quarterback, Deshaun Watson, as many other offseason decisions. So what do you hope and is it true what will happen this offseason? Um, well, you see, this is the thing about the NFL. The NFL is a crazy business, especially in the NFL. Things happen so fast. Um, obviously, everyone in Texas wants Deshaun to stay. Uh, so that's what we're rooting for. But at the end of the day, nobody really knows what's going to happen. So we're just going to keep playing the by ear and see what happens. Um, I wouldn't read too much into the rumors and everything that's going around. Uh, you know, I feel like they kind of have everything he says under a microscope. Um, so I wouldn't read too much into the rumors because that's exactly what they are, is rumors. Can't tell what's true or not true in them. Um, and just I try to control what I can control, which is how I prepare and get ready for next season. Well, we'll kind of talk about this season. What was like dealing with all the protocols during the COVID season? Yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult because we had a new uh, defensive coordinator and a new offensive coordinator and a new special teams coordinator. And we didn't get to come in in the off season and have those face-to-face -face meetings and get those practice reps to start putting in a new defense. So it really gave advantage to teams that already had systems that were the same. We we're running a completely new system. So it made it harder um, to get every guy, everybody on the same page just because we just didn't have the same opportunity to work in person. I'm hoping that I'll change for this season, that we'll be able to get in the building and work together a little bit more. Um, I think that'll do better for everybody. We're now going to jump into some more rapid-fire questions. What's your favorite stadium to ever play in in your career? Favorite stadium to play in? Um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, New Orleans. Close by. Close by. I grew up watching the Saints, and, you know, being in that crowd, it was it was insane when we got to play them. Wait, what do you feel about, like, Drew Brees potentially retiring? I kind of want to ask you that. Um, yeah, Drew Brees was it was the things he did for the state of Louisiana in general. Back when they won the Super Bowl, uh, like the entire city of New Orleans, really the whole state of Louisiana was was just so energetic, so so wild, so much energy, man. So, um, I got all the respect in the world for Drew Brees. He's had a hell of a career, done so much for the city of New Orleans and the the state of Louisiana in general. So, uh, testament to him for all the records he's broken what he's done in football. First ballot Hall of Famer. What's been your favorite coach to play under? Um, I really like Deanson Lynn, the DB coach that he really is D. Lynn and Dwayne Aquino. In a league, it's been Deanson Lynn, and college is Dwayne Aquino. Both guys just very smart um, and very flexible, too, with being able to adjust the calls and uh, schemes to match their players' strengths. What's your favorite moment in your pro football career? Favorite moment in my pro football career? Um, the first playoff game we won against Buffalo because we had dug ourselves a little bit of a hole. We are able to come back and win that game um, in, in firework fashion. Uh, you know, winning the playoff games, was, that, was, that was truly special. What was the energy like yeah. for that win? The energy, man, you couldn't even hear yourself think. The, the stadium was so loud. Crowd was going nuts. You see popcorn and drinks going all over the place. Uh, coaches jumping around, players jumping around. The energy was just on a whole nother level. And just like, what's that playoff football like, just in general? Oh, everything gets faster. Everything gets faster in the playoffs because it's win or go home. And that's exactly what it is. Um, guys hit harder. 
guys run faster. Um, you get more of the trick plays and deception. Um, that's truly that's truly when football gets played at its highest. I'm sure you guys heard the term championship football. And that's when championship football needs to go up. What do you think your favorite sport to watch and play is besides football? Um, it's a great question. So playoff basketball and a lot for the same reasons just because i feel like in the playoffs is where you see guys truly shine and you know i mean play their hardest and and that's when you start seeing you know i mean those those moments uh because everything is on the line at that point are you a rockets fan yes i am james harden james harden to the nets man that hurt (laughs) that hurt um but like i said you know professional sports is a crazy business with how fast things move around the pieces move around um, yeah, I wish him the best in Brooklyn, though. But it is sad to see him go. What's your favorite sport movie? My favorite sports movie. Ooh. Ooh, 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 dang. I got to think about that one. Because I was just, I actually was just reading a little quick story on the blind side this morning. I like the blind side a lot, but it's not my favorite one. I got to think about that. What would you say your favorite movie in general is? My favorite movie in general. Hmm. I like action movies, man. Um, gosh, these are tough questions. To tell you the truth, what's kind of like a movie, those long TV shows like Game of Thrones was my favorite until the last episode. I don't know if you guys seen that. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to come back on that one, too. To be honest with you, I don't even watch a lot of TV or movies. More like playing game. What's your favorite pro teams to watch growing up? Pro teams to watch. Um, Okay, football, it was the Panthers and the Saints. In soccer, it was Chelsea and Manchester City. Um, In basketball, um, shoot, man, it was whatever team LeBron was on. Yeah, I mean, the Cavs, Miami. um, I like watching greatness. I like like watching players be great, so I, I respect his game a lot. Now, who's been your favorite mate to play with? My favorite teammate to play with, um, I would say I would say Bradley Roby. Me and Bradley Roby, we get along really well. Um, we train in the off season together. Um, we're both guys that really just want to win and do what it takes for for our team to win. What's it like before a big game and game film? What's it all like? Oh man, it's um, that's where I'm at home, man. It's like. It's, it's a great feeling when you put in the work the week leading up to the game and you watch all the tape and then you see the formation show up in the game and then in your head, the light bulb goes off. And you're like, I know exactly what they're about to do before they even do it. And then you get to make a play on that. That's the best feeling ever, man. That's the best feeling. I kind of want to ask, like, what is like an NFL practice like throughout the week leading up to a game? Um... It's a little bit different from college. So NFL practice um, on Mondays is really a lot of region because we just played on Sunday. When we come back, we watch the tape, we make corrections. Tuesday is an off day. Wednesday is when we start game planning again. So we start watching teams on first and second down, the plays that they run. And we have a, um, a shorts practice, just wearing helmets and shorts. Mm-hmm. And Thursday, we'll go full pads. We'll do short yardage and third down. Um, that's the that's the work day of the week. We you know we want to train the hardest. Fridays is fast Friday. Clean up all the things from practice earlier in the week. Um, we're adjusting helmets and that one again. 
So it's be very quick, no contact. Saturday, we travel to whatever city we're going to or to the hotel if we're at home, have a walkthrough. And then Sunday, fireworks are blazing. It's time to go. Time to go play. So that's Monday, actually, you get to do it all over again. So that's almost going to wrap our whole up. Last question. What's the first thing you want to do once COVID ends? What are you looking forward to doing? First thing I'm looking forward to doing once COVID ends. Shoot, man. I, I really want to go to a J. Cole concert. I've been a fan of J. Cole my whole life. Um, you know, concerts definitely aren't happening right now. So going to a concert or something like that would be a lot of fun. That's going to wrap our interview up. Justin, thank you so, so much for hopping on. To the listeners, please make sure to like, comment, and follow us on Instagram at the underscore. Thanks, Justin. Stay safe. Thank <laughs> you.